Okay, Dave, how are you doing today? Very well, thanks, Alex. Uh, Dave Archer, CEO, Savannah Resources, ticker on AIM, SAV. It's been, a, it's been a little while since we've caught up. Absolutely, but we've been busy. Um, and as you can see from um, our announcement, um, um, we've been very active, uh, particularly um, here in Europe, uh, on the lithium front. Definitely. Just, just before we touch on about uh, today's news, can I just backtrack because I haven't spoke to you since I think it was back end of February. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just your RNSs. You, you, you're drilling underweight, an old man. Yep, and uh, we're drilling as we speak um, on the Arja mine, um, and um, that's been going pretty well. We have a new um, set of uh, drilling contractors. Uh, they've, uh, they've been performing very sort of satisfactorily, and um, we're very sort of pleased with uh, the progress that we've been um, we've been seeing there. The one that stands out for me is uh, the connection with the Rio Tinto, the joint venture updates you put out in March, just for listeners that were not up to speed with the company. Yeah, sure. Well, we announced a, a joint venture with uh, Rio Tinto uh, last year uh, around the combination of our Jangamo and Rio Tinto's uh, Matamba and Dongane uh, projects on the, on the coast of Mozambique, uh, just north of Maputo. Um, Rio, Rio's work there has defined uh, a world-class uh, series of deposits um, of heavy minerals along, along the coast. And that transaction is subject to the uh, approval of the Mozambican government. Uh, we've been uh, sort of seeking that approval um, over the, uh, very actively over the last few months and are sort of moving uh, forward satisfactorily uh, towards what we hope will be a, a satisfactory outcome um, over, over the next little while. So uh, that's been our major sort of point of focus. Once that approval is through, um, we'll be uh, getting onto the ground, uh, doing some further uh, evaluation work, but more importantly, moving on to uh, framing up, uh, undertaking and completing a scoping study, uh, which will help sort of define the major parameters around a potential mine development. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, we're very excited about that. As I said, it's a, a, these are world-class deposits and um, you know, we feel uh, very um, honoured uh, to be able to um, evaluate those in combination with the joint venture uh, with the global major Rio Tinto. It's definitely a well-renowned name. Uh, like I said, we spoke the last uh, couple of months ago, so we kick off by saying the company, so you must be you're busy since the, with the acquisitions of two lithium licenses in Finland, and this also adds to the current portfolio of the copper and gold assets in Oman and heavy minerals, some project in Mozambique. It's just, you're just unbelievably busy, like, and you're under the radar. It's amazing. Yeah, well, I think the I think what we've really done um, is develop a um, relatively sort of deep portfolio of, um, of uh, projects uh, to fill fill out um, our, our project pipeline. So we obviously have the the Oman copper, which we hope to have in production uh, late uh, in calendar uh, 2017. A bit further back, we've got the mineral sands. Uh, we'll be undertaking scoping studies there. 
um, that would probably be the, the second cab off the uh, production rank. And then um, on the more uh, greenfields, grassroots side, uh, we have the lithium projects in, in Finland. So we think, um, we think all of those com uh, projects sort of sit, sit comfortably together um, and provide us with a, a logical uh, set of projects for sequential development um, over the next 10 years. It's, it's, uh, this move into funding marks a significant development for Savannah. Can you give us a little more information on the projects you, you uh, required? Well, it's a bit colder up there than it is in Oman, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure that I'm looking forward to that. But, um, <laughs> but um, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, yeah, they're located in Finland. Um, the good news yeah. is that, um, you know, that really is an excellent jurisdiction. They've got a, a, a very... Uh, very uh, well-developed mining code there. Um, it's a it's a great country uh, to do business in, um, and the projects that we've identified um, in Finland are you know, probably uh, some of the the best um, on the the best uh, lithium projects in um, in Scandinavia that are available at the moment. We've been. So reviewing uh, these opportunities now for a couple of months and um, and uh, have ranked a sort of series of opportunities in Finland and these were the two that uh, came came up um, as the as the best opportunities for us um, they they cover an area of about 159 square kilometers and they're something of the order of 117 individual uh, occurrences of uh, these um, pegmatite complexes and uh, lithium minerals have been identified um, on the areas and um, Finland itself has had uh, a history of uh, modest uh, lithium mining um, over recent decades so we think it ticks a lot of uh, a lot of boxes and um, you know we're pretty excited uh, that we'll be able to get in there and we think we'll be able to uh, undertake a quite effective exploration program uh, during the balance of uh, calendar uh, 2016. It's, well, it's definitely a political stable country. Uh, lithium appears to be the, well, it's probably not the right word, but the hot commod commodity at the moment. Can you just explain to the viewers or the listeners, sorry, uh, what's why you're going into this sector and what do you see forward coming from it? Well, I think um, I think um, it's it, it, the demand for lithium um, will really be su supported by the um, increasing demands for you know, particularly things like uh, electric vehicles, EVs. Um, people like Tesla in the United States are looking to uh, produce uh, half a million uh, cars uh, per annum, which will be uh, electric, ve fully electric vehicles. Uh, tes uh, Tesla uh, is actually. Uh, Manufacturing a, a gigafactory just at, just outside of Reno, Nevada, um, which will consume uh, enough li uh, the equivalent amount of lithium that's in that one factory uh, that's currently uh, consumed uh, globally uh, at the moment per annum. So, uh, electric vehicles are really going to drive. Uh, the sort of growth in demand uh, for lithium-based minerals. For example, in uh, in China at the moment, there is something like uh, 50 million um, electric bikes, mainly uh, lead acid lead acid battery-powered uh, bikes. Okay. But over time, we think that'll be uh, they'll be 
that'll sort of change over the fleet will change over to mainly lithium uh, battery powered bikes in in uh, in Beijing alone there is something of the order of uh, two and a half million of these uh, electric bikes um, wandering around the streets and I was in Shanghai a few weeks ago and um, almost got caught on a couple of occasions by these very sort of silent electric bikes that um, whiz around the streets. So that's really going to sort of drive uh, lithium demand as well as that. Um, the, the cost of um, lithium batteries will go down. They'll become much more competitive uh, for uh, storage of electricity, you know, on a, on a grid scale, yeah. industrial scale, commercial scale, and even individual scale. So, yeah, you know, with renewable energy, uh, obviously, a lot of there's a lot of uh, energy generated during the course of the day with uh, solar power, and you know it's windier during the day than generally it is at night. So there'll be an increasing requirement for uh, temporary storage uh, from uh, renewable sources, and again, that will sort of play to the demand for lithium. So you've got all these sort of very large influences which will bear very heavily on uh, lithium demand. Um, and we're already sort of seeing, um, you know, quite marked increases in the price uh, for, for lithium carbonate. And uh, people such as Deutsche Bank are predicting, you know, something like um, a, sort of a, a three times increase in uh, demand for lithium-based minerals um, over the next 10 years or so. And it may well be that um, they get it wrong and uh, that's actually an underestimation. Yeah, on the positive side, because... Like you say, if you look at the lithium and you look at the car, the major car manufacturers in Europe now, that's the way they're turning. You, you, you see it every week. Everybody's talking about it now. That's the way they've got to go. And it's, it, it looks a very exciting market. It looks like it's turning. The market's turning as well for the mining and the energy companies at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, I think what you've sort of seen with um, you know, some of the um, scandals, if you like, Around the uh, sort of uh, the, the um, emissions, yeah, emissions uh, standards um, are really sort of driving this, and I think it's become sort of clearer to people that um, apart from uh, apart from uh, global warming associated that might be associated with um, carbon dioxide emissions, um, motor vehicles really aren't great things to have trundling around a city um, when they're sort of spewing out particulate uh, particulate matter. Um, yeah, which has you know sort of quite serious um, health implications for, uh, for people who live in cities and, and um, I suppose outside the cities as well. So you know I think there's a, a really sort of major move both from a um, energy uh, con uh, energy consumption drive and uh, from a, a, a broad environmental drive uh, to move away from um, the internal internal combustion engine and towards hybrid and um, ultimately electric vehicles. I'm going to go back to Finland just to pick up on that one. Uh, I'll sound really clever here, but I'm not, obviously. It says Finland was ranked number one by the Fraser Institution in its 24 survey of 122 mining jurisdictions around the world. Is that is that what attracted you to Finland? What, why Finland? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it certainly does really help um, uh, to have a bit of a following wind that um, you've got a... Uh, in, in a particular jurisdiction in which you operate, that you have uh, a well sort of thought out uh, mining code that's um, uh, with uh, good supporting regulations and a regulatory body that um, 
uh, is adept at uh, sort of managing uh, the process and um, sort of encouraging um, exploration and, and, and investment in the country. And we sort of, sort of see all of those features in Finland. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's an attractive place in which to, to invest. It's a modern first world country. I mean, it's not to say that it's necessarily easier um, you know, we do we do expect uh, that uh, there will be, of course, the usual uh, and not unsurprising requirements around um, you know sort of world's best practice in terms of social and environmental um, management, and um, of course we're sort of very used to. Uh, performing and uh, operating our business uh, to those sorts of standards, so um, no, it's a it's a good good place good place to operate, and not too far from London either. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> right. So this is a double question for you. What what are your development plans for these lithium projects? And also, what would you say to your shareholders today with the direction you're going? Yeah, well, I think in terms of um, in terms of the way forward, I think. Uh, 2016 will be an active year. We'll get these uh, licences uh, fully granted. Uh, at that stage, we'll, we'll put a small team on the ground to do uh, further uh, mapping, sampling and assaying of uh, the um, these uh, lithium uh, pegmatites. Uh, on the back of that, I think we'll then perhaps do some trenching, which will expose, if you like, the um, lines of mineralisation there. Uh, that'll give us a much better understanding of the geometry um, of these deposits as a prelude to uh, defining uh, drilling targets um, by, the end, by the end of this year and uh, perhaps uh, drilling, the, uh, putting some drill holes into it, maybe even late this year, um, all going well. Um, looking beyond that, I'm, I can't really sort of see much further than that at, at this stage, but yeah. um, it should be an active but not overwhelmingly expensive uh, year to, to take these pro uh, take uh, these two projects forward in Finland. So you, obviously your shareholders, this is a new thing for you to know that, so hopefully they should see this positive. Another, It's another thing within Savannah Resources, another, another uh, feather, if you like, I don't know what the word to use actually. Well, it, it certainly fills out our uh, project pipeline and, and really, you know, I sort of see um, copper and lithium being um, um, opposite sides of the same same coin, if you like. Yeah. Um, you know, copper will be sort of very vital in terms of the reconfiguring of uh, global uh, electrical uh, or global, uh, the global grid. Uh, from an uh, energy generation point of view. And on the consumption side, lithium will be sort of the key key metal um, on the energy consumption side because of its um, um, attractive um, operational characteristics in, um, in batteries. So, um, you know, um, opposite sides of the same coin. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, <clears throat> I'll just put one more to you because I know you're a busy guy. How does the planned development of these projects Go with your interest in Oman and Mozambique. What would you say to that, please? Yeah, no, we think that they sort of sequence in rather well. Um, obviously, our principal focus is uh, driving forward towards copper production in Oman in late 2017, and um, we don't sort of see our lithium initiative uh, in any way sort of getting in the way of that. Um, next cap off the rank will be the mineral sands in Mozambique. And we're working. Uh, we'll be working, you know, very vigorously uh, post uh, government approval uh, to take that forward into into a scoping study, and um, um, take 
and then um, on the on the Finland side, um, it'll be relatively light touch, uh, low expenditure um, exploration activities during the balance of 20, uh, 2016, uh, which will hopefully uh, provide our shareholders with a, a much better understanding as to the extensiveness of the uh, lithium mineralisation there um, in the um, in uh, in those two tenements. So. All of these uh, projects um, are not uh, work work well together. Um, they're not uh, mutually um, inconsistent, and um, it's a project load that uh, we'll be well able to handle, both in terms of people and money. And remembering that um, we are very well supported by the Almarjan Group, who came in as a major 29% uh, shareholder. Um, earlier this year with an investment of uh, 1.7 million pounds. So we've got really a very top class register um, of um, very able shareholders uh, with the uh, ability and intention to follow their money. Sticky shareholders as well, may I add. And that's uh, the success, I think, to any company willing to hold but and take the company forward. Exactly. So, you know, something like somewhere between 40 and 50% uh, of our uh, register uh, will not see the light of day. It's, uh, <clears throat> like I say, it was a pleasure talking to you the last time. And thanks very much for taking the time out today to talk to us on uh, your announcement and news. And Dave, please keep in touch. OK. Well, thanks, Alex. And much appreciated. No, absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks very much.